Hey, you ever needed something for your home but don't have the cash or credit to pay for it? You can do that at Aaron's. Yep, you can rent to own appliances like washers, dryers, or refrigerators, furniture for your living room or bedroom, even tech. Plus, Aaron's has great brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. Life's always changing. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. So check out your nearest Aaron's store or visit Aaron's.com to see what I'm talking about. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. You got to see your local store for details. Two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing an electrical blackout. You could be one of them, sitting in the dark and cold for hours, for days, maybe even weeks. Are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. These things are sweet because this generator has double the capacity and is expandable. Go to 4patriots.com slash meat eater to get your solar generator now. You'll even get a solar panel included free. Go to 4patriots.com slash meat eater. Being prepared is all about having the right tools. The OnX off-road map and navigational app is the best fully functional GPS when you're out of service. Offline maps allow you to access all interactive land and trail data and custom map markups when you're out of service. Your phone's internal GPS gives you full navigation capabilities offline, so you'll always know where you are and how to get home safely. Go to onxmaps.com and use code MEATEATER to get 20% off your membership today. Podcast. Welcome to Meat Eater Trivia. We are joined by a very special guest and just a, a regular special guest today. The very special guest is Michael Waddell, who you just heard a few days ago on the regular Meat Eater episode. Give it up, Mike Waddell. There we go. Thank y'all for having we'll me. We'll clap now, because if he does bad, right. I don't want to clap later. I know it. <laughs> are we also going to clap for just our regular special oh, guest, which time. is Corey Calkins? Corey is the guy that, if you write to info at meateater.com, is that the address? Meat eater, that's kind of funky. If you write to that address, Corey is going to read it. Yeah, he, he made the most judgmental man on the planet. <laughs> he has Only to be. because every email he has to judge it. Yes, he, he has to, to judge its merits. All right, so where this, should it go? Is it actually funny? Is it actually interesting? How many a day you think? A hundred? Hundreds, yes. Hundreds, mm. hundreds of emails. It's a full time job. Mostly good. Some bad. <laughs> All right, this is Meat Eater Trivia, Michael. This is trivia you're not going to get from Jeopardy or Trivial Pursuit or any bar and grill trivia. These are born out of Meat Eater's four verticals. What are they, Steve? Based loosely off Meat Eater's four verticals Mm -hmm. of hunting, fishing, wild foods, and conservation, plus pioneers and explorers. Now, here's why I like (laughs) to keep that in there. And pecan farming. I had heard on a radio show once upon a time Uh that 10% of your listeners at any given moment are brand new. So I think we need to oh, that's why we tee that. that up every single time. Otherwise, they're going to be like, now, why was there a question about a 30-odd six followed by a question about El Dente pasta? Oh, yeah, that's great. So, yeah, but the people didn't like the El Dente pasta question. Steve didn't like the El Dente pasta. There is a prize. Uh, it was Meat widely eater. ridiculed. Meat Eater will donate. <laughs> Vis-a-vis feedback provided to me through Corey. Now, here's what you're playing for, Michael. Okay. There is a prize. Meat Eater will donate $100 to the conservation organization of the winner's choosing. We've played six times so far. Steve has won three times, Brody has won twice, and Clay has won once. 
Wow. Okay. So you were some okay. heavy hitters in this room. Okay. Who won when I'm, Tucker beat me? That was Brody. Brody. We went to a tiebreaker with Brody and Cal, which came down to the came down gestation to math period. Is what it came down to. Okay. <laughs> came down to math, and I'm That's bad right. at math. Now, Michael, I had a question during the podcast I didn't uh, get to bring up because it, we kind of missed the moment. But you had talked about being a champion turkey caller, and I heard, right? I heard Phil Robertson say once, who's the founder of Duck Commander, yeah. that a living, breathing mallard would get last place in a duck calling contest. Is that the same for turkeys, you think? Probably not as much so in turkey. I, I would say that, especially now, holy cow, those guys sound just like a wild turkey. Maybe maybe some of the scenarios, like uh-huh. if you just ask for a yelp, but no, it's... So that's the real deal. It's real deal. Those it's guys scary, would kill turkeys. It's scary on point. Like, hair puts goosebumps on you now, for I sure, like what these guys sound like. Now, we have some housekeeping from previous games of trivia. A listener reached out and said that the Lake Geneva Antique Mall in Wisconsin has a punt gun for sale. So oh. I called the antique store yesterday to get some details. The gun is 63 inches long and listed for sale at $5,500. The antique store worker told me the gun has been there for years and that the owner doesn't really care if he sells it, so it's unlikely there'd be much of a negotiation. The person on the phone said it's a spectacle that gets a lot of folks in the door to look at it, but he doesn't think there have been any seriously interested buyers. You didn't just say, because we're going to edit it out if you did, where it is? Yeah, the Lake Geneva Antique Mall in Wisconsin. Why would you? That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. You want to buy this thing? Yes. No, okay, now here's why I didn't think you would want to. It's only 63 inches long. That's oh. a little over five feet. Oh, as far like as a punt chump, guns it's a chumpy go, punt gun. As far as punt guns okay. go, this we'll is wait, half we'll as long as like what a standard one. It's like a oh, salt off. Yeah, they can buy it. It's like they a salt off it. punt gun. It's backpackers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain punt gun. <laughs> I can already see this is way over my head. <laughs> yeah, now, okay, we'll hold off because I, w- I want a real two man. It's the ducks. It's the guns they used to use the commercial uh, for those. Shoot. Those big, yeah, big long. That they used like to like say all market sh- hunt for ducks. Yes, with. Yeah. and they call punk guns. Yeah, is that and right? Two okay. guys shoot them. One guy just holds the barrel over his shoulder. I cannot wait to get one. It looks awesome, but again, it's only a little over five feet long. Okay, so yeah, I, I don't think that's the one we're I got looking you now. for. It's, right. a, it's a stupid one. Staying on the subject of punt guns, about a dozen people wrote in to let me know that they got the punt gun question correct because of the movie Tremors Four. As a prequel to Tremors, this movie is about how a Nevada town defends itself against graboids in the 1800s. In one of the film's most famous scenes, Hiram Gummer misses a Tremor at point-blank range with a punt gun, which inspires an onlooker to yell this. You missed with a cannon! (laughs) (laughs) Now, the movie didn't use a real punt gun, of course. But prop master Bill Davis did construct a replica that ended up being over 8 feet long and 94 pounds. The prop gun was then fitted with a real H&R 12-gauge shotgun on the inside, which is what would actually fire when the trigger was pulled. To make each shot more dramatic, the crew drenched the barrel with WD-40, which created a giant cloud of smoke whenever fired. Hmm. Wow. Just giving all sorts of kids all sorts of bright ideas. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. I feel like everyone in America is an expert on prop guns and stuff now after after the Rust film. Yeah. Yes. Debacle. Now we're all like, well, actually, that's not how it works with a prop gun. It does make me feel good, though, here, the WD-40, because I do believe WD-40 and duct tape 
was pretty much in everything that I grew up. Matter of fact, we didn't call it duct tape. We called it Alabama Chrome. <laughs> yeah. We used to refer to WD as Wild Dog. Yeah. <laughs> so it was a little cooler. Yeah, evil Knievel. that Wild Dog. Remember spraying that on the hot on the tracks into Evil Knievel? We'd spin the tires. you spray a little WD. Oh, no, I didn't know about that yeah. trick. Now, I imagine that is not going to be our last punk gun update. So if you see one at your antique store... Let me know about it, and I will investigate. So we are now on to our game of Meat Eater Trivia. All right, Phil, play the drop. Look, I need to know what I stand to win. Everything. How's that? Just tend to win everything. Well done. All right, we are now on to trivia. The first question, which is one of ten... The first question is always multiple choice, and that's what we have here again. The topic is predators. What is the leading cause of coyote deaths in urban areas? Is it being killed by other coyotes, mange, getting shot, or vehicles? You forgot to say like A. What is the leading cause of coyote deaths in urban areas? Is it A, being shot, or excuse me, being killed by other coyotes, B, mange, C, getting shot, or D, vehicles. Again, this is in urban areas. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying D, Cal saying D, vehicles, Steve saying A, other coyotes, Michael saying B, which is mange, mange. Brody saying D, vehicles, Corey saying B, mange, Phil saying other coyotes, and Corinne saying mange. The correct answer is D, vehicles. Ah, oh. What'd Brody get? I got D. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see hands, But please. I felt like we were if getting set right, up for hands. a trick question there. I did. Uh, I, honestly, I, I overthought that. I really it's thought possibly yeah, Listen, here, man, right? you can overthink them. You can underthink them. <laughs> yeah. It's you, it's just hard to find the sweet spot. It. A game in a game. This statistic is via the Urban Coyote Research Project. By tracking collared coyotes, they determined that about 45% of coyote deaths are caused by vehicles, 20% are from being shot, 10% are from mange, and the remaining 25% are labeled as other or unknown. So, Homet, getting killed by a coyote's not even in there? I no, think that's, I just made that one up. I think that constitutes the 25% of I unknown. Mean, right. You yeah. can't determine... The death. I, I just did. <laughs> <laughs> we are on to question two. The topic is turkeys. What state has the furthest west population of Rio Grande turkeys? What state has the most western population of Rio Grande turkeys? Okay. This is kind of a... um. <sighs> Oh, we got Steve groaning and rolling uh, his eyes. I'm just really unhappy with this question. <laughs> Michael doing a lot of writing. Well, I'm trying to. This must be a state with uh, five, five He's names. He's drawing out the United States outline. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm having to look at my Google Maps to figure out what's the westernest most point. But uh, I think it's, I think it's. Uh, Don't say it. What state well, what the has hell the kind furthest of they like, like, west population of Rio Grande Turkey? Steve, I'm afraid you're going to help the room if what you am, start asking yeah, I, more I'm questions. Really struggling. I know what you're struggling with, I think. I'm does, struggling with Does everybody have an answer? Very hold unhappy. on, hold on. Very, I really got to go to my geography, right geography here. Oh, no, you can't use a phone. <laughs> Damn, <gummit. laughs> That'd be like Google, right? That'd I would like say cheap. no phones allowed. Does okay. everybody have an answer? 
Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Nevada, Cal saying California, Steve saying Oregon, Waddell saying... One of the two. You pick one. Which one? Uh, well, that's my question. Which is more Western? I'm, I, I know both of these states have them. Um, you got to just do it quick because you can't be influenced by other people's stuff. Okay, Washington. Washington, Waddell says. Brody says Hawaii. Corey says oh, Nebraska. Son of a- Phil says Arizona. And Corinne says New Mexico. The correct answer... It's Hawaii. Yeah! Unbelievable! I don't count that because I figure that, that is, is way so far out of back east again. Jeez. Oh. Should have known. That's why Captain Cook quit exploring. He just stayed in Hawaii. <laughs> Man, That's right. I, I literally no just today Brody got a now. picture I'm just of a gobbler from Hawaii. <laughs> They're Ruff- probably gobbling there right now. They are. Damn it, man. Yeah, they are. Uh, Roughly 400 reels were trapped in Texas and transferred to Hawaii yeah. in the 1960s. Oh, my. Today, their population is about 18,000, and at just $20 for a non-resident license, they offer one of the cheapest tags for out-of-staters in the nation. You know, Jim Harrison observed it. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, no. The writer, the writer Jim Harrison observed that being his age, he can't take Hawaii and Alaska seriously as states. <laughs> This is, this is from a Steve Rinella who is 0 for 2 so far. You, you, there was just a meat eater episode man. where you guys were hunting I know, around. I know, he was just observing that, like, in his mind, when people say oh, how many man. states are there, what goes to his mind is 48. Did, did he, nobody got that, right? Brody. 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 I'm, I'm going to start cheating like I did in Algebra 2 off Courtney Coons. Damn it, man. There's no catch him now. Or here. Brody's going to have to have a very poor game to catch him. We are on to question three. The topic is fishing. What color is the most popular among fishing lures, according to Shield Sports? Now, if you're not familiar, Shields isn't found in the entire country, but for most of the country, they go all the way down to Texas, all the way up to North Dakota, all the way west to Nevada, all the way east to Illinois, I think. So that's kind of the range you're looking at. And to get this answer, I had to go to shieldsports.com and then sort their fishing lures by color. This color yielded the most results. Now, this is tracking jigs, crankbaits, plastic spoons, spinners, basically everything except flies, if that helps you answer it all. Me and Brody so this, this, is every, this is not just soft plastics. This is everything. Everything except flies. I'm very torn between two colors. Would sell. Me and Brody are going to have the same answer. It's not yeah, and are good. they real colors, or is it like pumpkin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> real colors. <Yeah>. Watermelon. <laughs> yeah, pumpkin oh, it's an actual the real co- color? Yeah, that's a good question. Like it's, when you buy a pumpkin, like a uh, pumpkin uh, worm, it's not like it's, it's like who's pumpkin? It's not like right. uh, like eggshell white. That's not what I'm looking for. Yeah, this is just generic, a oh. standard generic. Color. Yeah. Does everybody have an answer? No. Yeah. Our fisherman Seth struggling to find a color puts him in a bad spot. When well, you do yeah, that. the color I was going with wasn't a color. It's like a very popular. Does everybody have an answer? Yeah. yeah. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying green, Cal saying chartreuse, Steve saying chartreuse, Waddell saying white, Brody saying chartreuse, Corey saying red, Phil saying yellow, and Corinne saying hot purple. Hot purple. <laughs> I love it. That's a good one. The correct good answer is chartreuse, yeah. green, yeah. or yellow. If you said ah, green or yellow, I'd give that to you I was thinking chartreuse, well. but I couldn't spell it. <laughs> <laughs> so, I haven't used it in a poem. If it ain't chartreuse, that comes ain't, from that's... Lefty Cray. I was, no oh, I was well. gonna say fire tiger. 
Yeah. Well, that would be chartreuse would like it would it would chartreuse. be labeled under a chartreuse or green or yellow. Yeah. Again, if you said green or yellow, I'll accept that because chartreuse is supposed to be the exact medium between green and yellow. Uh, can you raise oh. your hand if you got so that I would right? Take that as well. I don't know if chartreuse had an actual definition. I thought you knew it when you see it. There are nearly one thousand fishing lures for sale on Shields.com that contain green, yellow, or chartreuse. That's followed by seven hundred for sale that are black, six hundred that are white, and five hundred that are orange. Additionally, there are 35 meat eater items for sale on Shields.com, <laughs> <laughs> ranging from knives to turkey calls to seasonings. Yeah, awesome. So, so white was there. White was there, <laughs> oh, third okay. place. We are on to question four. The topic is firearms. What is the only sport at the Winter Olympics that uses a gun? Lord, this is something I should know. A lot of fast answers, except for it. maybe Waddell, right. the you least wintered guy right, here. As as you get it. Uh, I just saw a special on this whole thing. This girl got beat up and... The only sport at the Winter Olympics that uses a gun. We were just talking about 22s. Oh, my God. I can see the whole discipline. <laughs> just describe really? it. We're waiting on Waddell. I, I'm... I'm t- I'm about to murder. Th- I'm about to make everybody in Georgia hate me. I don't think because all those blame snow you. freaks I down there. <laughs> I don't even know what the. I know Caitlyn Jenner didn't do it, but I know. I don't even know how to spell this. I don't even know if it is. I'm just going to put Alon over here. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying biathlon, biathlon, biathlon. Waddell saying... Tell us what you said. What is Patathlon. it? Patathlon. I'll accept that. Brody saying biathlon, biathlon. Everybody but Waddell. Oh, oh no, got he, that he, was close. Yeah, pathlon. That's cool. That's, uh, I think right, we'll, we'll, we'll give it to him. The sport's standard rifle is an Anschutz 1827 Fortner, which 97% of competitors use. Athletes shoot 22 rimfire rounds at targets that are 54 yards away. Their guns must weigh between 7.7 and 16.5 pounds with a minimum trigger pull of 1.1 pound. Germany is the most successful nation in Olympic biathlon history, followed by Norway and Russia. Wow. Michael, you hmm. need to get one of those guns for your pecan orchard. Yes, there you go. I do. Get those squirrels. I didn't know all the targets are the same length away. We have a little course up here. Yards. There's a little course down in uh, North Ketchum, too. But the target sizes are different, I believe, because you have to take shots from standing as well as prone. I think the standing ones, it's like five inches, but the prone ones, it's like one and a half inches. Yeah. It's My kid perked right up when he heard about biathlon. Oh. He thought that sounded all right. Man. I bet they don't have trouble getting 22 shells. No, I bet they shoot those Fiokis. No. No? It's very specific. We are on to question five. After this question, we will get a scoreboard update from Phil. The topic is cooking. This next great question comes to us via Jonathan Gilman. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. According to Jewish dietary rules, for a fish to be considered kosher, it must possess two features. Name one of them. According to Jewish dietary rules, for a fish to be considered kosher... It must possess two features. I need you to name one of them. A confident Steve. Oh, just one of them? Just one of them. A confident Steve, not so confident for the rest of the room. I had a Jewish girlfriend for a long time. Ah. I know all this stuff. Ooh. 
I could talk two, your ear off about this whole subject. <laughs> two things to consider it kosher. Two features. Now, it's not like uh, a, a, a help the room out here for a second. We're it's not eat- about how it's killed or caught so it's, or Okay, like so that. it's none of that. Okay. No. It's not kosher slaughter, kashrut, I believe they call it. it. And we just need one of those. Just one of the okay. features to make a fish kosher. I'm ready. I think Steve <laughs> might be the only one ready. Oh, this is going to help me close in on Brody. Does everybody have an answer? Brody's still writing. He's nervous. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying scales, Cal saying scales, Steve saying scales, Waddell saying skin, Brody saying, I can't see the answer, head. Corey saying white flesh. (laughs) Look what I scratched. Phil without an answer, Corinne without an answer. The correct answer is either scales or fins. I scratched scales Scale. out. Oh, yeah. tough. Oh, that tough helps stuff, me. Bro. That helps me close in on. So bro. We, got, we got Seth, Cal, Steve. So they can't eat catfish. Some examples yeah. of fish that are kosher include bass, carp, trout, herring, tuna, and snapper. And some examples of fish that aren't kosher include catfish, sturgeon, eel, burbot, paddlefish, wow. and shark. Caviar is only considered kosher when it comes from a kosher fish. So eggs from a trout. Would be kosher, but eggs from a sturgeon would not. Wow. You want to know what caused like a little wrinkle in uh, okay. kosher eating? Is when I, th- I remember reading about that it was realized that like shark skin is, uh, is scale like. It's just a different, it's like a different texture, different size. Same with sturgeon. And then you had to sort of look and reassess. And then, they, you know, they kind of, the, the scholars kind of then argue about what it all means. And- Isn't there a name for that? Feature on like sturgeon and shark skin, like scoots, scoots or something. Is it scoots? Hmm. No, scoots. Sturgeon has scoots. Scoots are not, not the same thing as scales. Scoots are like the sharp parts that are right. across, run across the back and a little bit on the sides. Phil, give us a scoreboard update. All right. Uh, I, I don't like saying last place because it sounds demeaning. <laughs> yeah, <impressive>. it <laughs> I know who that is. <laughs> uh, Mike and Corey tied tied uh, in in last with one point. <laughs> I have two. Uh, Steve coming in. F- is this second place? Second place with three, and then we have a three way tie for first. Ooh, wow! Brody, wow. Seth, and Cal all have four points. Wow! wow this is tight, assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants? You can grow lemon, avocado, olive, or fig trees inside your home on top of the wide variety of houseplants available. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online, and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one or two days. Along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever i've been shopping around on fast growing trees and i am fixing to get me a couple spruce trees for my yard right now they have some of the best deals online like up to half off on select plants our listeners get an additional 15 percent off their first purchase when using code meat eater at checkout visit fastgrowingtrees.com and use code meat eater at checkout for an additional 15 percent off fastgrowingtrees.com code meat eater offer is valid for a limited time minimum purchase may be required terms and conditions apply 
Make life insurance part of your financial planning this year. Start shopping now with Policy Genius to find the right policy to protect your family. Getting life insurance today means you'll have peace of mind so that if something were to happen to you, your family can cover expenses while getting back on their feet. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same-day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. They work for you, not the insurance companies. That means they don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. No wonder they have thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Save time and money and provide your family with a financial safety net using Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Man, I've had a Helix sleep mattress for years, and man, that thing is nice. The Helix lineup, just comfortable. It feels good, and you don't get all like, it's not all like hot and sticky in the summertime. It's not cold in the winter. The Helix lineup offers 20 unique mattresses, including the award-winning Lux Collection, the newly released Helix Elite Collection, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And your personalized mattress is shipped straight to your door free of charge. Helix knows there's no better way to test out a mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home. That's why they offer a 100-night trial and a 10- to 15-year warranty to try out your new Helix mattress. Helix is offering 20% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash eater and use code HELIXPARTNER20. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. Five questions left. This is question six. The topic is conservation. Now, this is a visual question. I will do my best to describe to listeners what the room is going to be seeing. But if you want to play along for real and see what these guys are seeing, you can go to Instagram and check out at Spencer Newarth. I will have this photo there that you can use to play along. Now, I have looked at the game agency logos for all 50 states and have declared this one the absolute best. It features a raccoon, a bass, and an oak leaf. To get this correct, I need you to tell me what state it's from. And I will now show the room. And I have scrubbed the logo of any words. What? It's a triangle. It's a bass, a raccoon, an oak leaf. A blue triangle. This is absolutely huh. that looks like a rock winner. bass. Not, we're not talking a, a large mile. This is the best game agency logo. I salute this state for having this as their logo when so many other states are just so boring. It's a great logo. It's not new, is it? No. Like, like maybe the last couple states added to the union type of new? or Yeah, it's not one of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Not giving any <laughs> new The ones states. that Harrison doesn't recognize. <laughs> You're not just whistling Dixie, are you? <laughs> 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 
that's no, wow. no, nobody in the room knew it off the top of their head. No. So everyone's just gonna be taking educated guess. I took a stab at it off of what would have a raccoon, a bass, and an oak leaf as their logo. Does everybody not have a, an not answer? Not a crazy guess on my part. I think everyone will have a pretty educated guess. Now, if somebody uh, comes out and says like Hawaii, I'd be like, ah, eh, not so educated. Mm-hmm. Brody's racing now. I can tell you, I probably wouldn't have two questions here with the answer is Hawaii, though. That's, uh, yeah. um. Does everybody have an answer? Yeah, I wrote an answer. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Mississippi, Cal saying South Carolina, Steve saying West Virginia, Waddell saying Kentucky, Brody saying West Virginia, Corey saying Oklahoma, Phil saying Alabama, and Corinne saying New Jersey, nobody got it correct. Oh! For some reason, I was going Alabama too. Does anybody want to take a second I was stab on small matters? Alabama, Arkansas. If it was Alabama, Waddell would have known because yeah. he's neighboring state. I don't feel like it was Alabama because I've you've seen it, and it wouldn't. Be, I don't think it was Tennessee. Is it small matters? Who is it again? The correct answer is Missouri. Oh, oh really? <laughs> One of the what? best. That Conservation is the states, well-funded, yeah. independent game, all sorts of And a stuff. great logo. Seven other yeah. states have a bass in their logo, those being Alabama, Arkansas, Indiana, Kentucky, Louisiana, South Carolina, and Tennessee. But only one other state has a raccoon in their logo, which is Tennessee. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Born on a mountain, Tennessee. Great Cali. minds think alike, though, Steve. Yeah. That Missouri. That? Great yeah. minds think alike. Yeah, you yeah. see why me and Browdy are Every so. resident <laughs> of Missouri can get Missouri Conservation Oh, yeah, Brand, Brandon Butler's yeah. probably having a heart attack right now. No one knew that. We are on great to question. question. Thank you. We are on to question seven. Topic is biology. This next great question comes to us via Adam Elmhorst. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at TheMeatEater.com. According to our friends at the National Deer Association, a whitetail buck has seven glands. Name two of them. Mm. This is according to the NDA. A whitetail buck has seven glands. I need you to just name two of them. Feeling very strong right now. Okay. Why, why am I blanking on this? This is question seven. Brody's struggling. We have three left. Are you doodling or struggling, Brody? I I might be struggling. (laughs) Does everybody have an answer? No. Hang on. Staring at this deer head on the wall. (laughs) You're going to ask, you're trying to ask him. Hey, buddy. I I literally, (laughs) I wrote down the name of the gland that I didn't actually like physically remove this year for. Helping the room out, Cal. Yeah, don't, don't help the room out, Cal. Just struggle quietly. <laughs> Don't struggle out loud. <laughs> you might just give Brody the answer he's looking for. And Shit. Then you lose no, the I'm end. not going to change it because then that would be cheating. <laughs> Fuck. Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> Does everybody have an answer, Ken? I'm ready for you. Oh, no, I'm not accepting three answers. You need to pick two, Cal. I see a lot of... Well, I know, I know this. That's two out of three. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying tarsal and lymph nodes. Cal saying tarsal and thyroid. Steve saying orbital and tarsal. Waddell saying tarsal and orbital. Brody saying tarsal and metatarsal. Corey saying scent and reproduction. <laughs> Phil saying not Penny's boat. What does that mean? <laughs> it's, it's for all you lost fans out there. <laughs> okay. Corinne... Saying tarsal and 
scent. The seven glands on a white-tailed buck are the preorbital, which I would accept orbital, um, the forehead, the nasal, interdigital, which is on the hoof, uh, penile sheath, tarsal, and metatarsal. Oh, Good job. I almost said uh, forehead, but I thought that's too simple. I didn't like, know if they were the same or not. So the room did fairly well. Who all got it correct here? Yeah, you can't hands, tell me that they don't the have air, a thyroid please. grant. Where's <laughs> the camera? I want to wave. What else? Just got one. <laughs> <laughs> the most mysterious of these seven is the metatarsal gland, which is located good, in man. a small tuft of white hair on the lower leg. Biologist's best guess is that it helps with body temperature regulation because whitetails in Central and South America have metatarsal glands that are nearly non-existent. Hmm. 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 And mule deer have an even bigger metatarsal gland than whitetails do, which has led them to that guess. Hmm. I was in the, in the forehead gland is just called the forehead because right. I was sitting there trying to think because that's the you know, they always are using that and licking branches and rubbing, but I could, I was like, for sure, it just can't be forehead, but yeah. it is. It's cool. We are on to question eight. We will get another scoreboard on the back of it. I know it. I know we it. will get another scoreboard update from Phil after this question. The topic is cooking. This dish that's very popular in the mid Atlantic goes by many names. It's best described as a mush of stewed meat scraps with cornmeal that's shaped into loaves for slicing and frying. Traditionally, it's made with pork. But there are also versions that use beef, turkey, chicken, and of course, venison. What is it? Us PA boys have an advantage. Yeah. Again, this goes by many names. Helping out the room. Just keep it to yourself. Just struggle quietly. Again, it's best described as this is an actual definition a mush of stewed meat scraps with cornmeal that's shaped into loaves for slicing or frying. Traditionally, it's made with pork, but there are many other versions that exist, as well as many names. Do you say accept the other names? I will accept the other names. Do you I get have, bonus points for having a lot of them down? No. I have about five written down here. I would be surprised if we hear more than two when we reveal the answers. Does everybody have an answer? Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Scrapple or Panhoss. 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 Cal saying Scrapple. Steve saying Scrapple, a.k.a. Panhoss. Michael saying Shepherd's Pie. Brody saying Scrapple. Corey saying Mushy Pork. (laughs) (laughs) Phil saying Scrapple. And Corinne saying Scrapple. Mushu Pork. I'm sorry. The correct answers are Scrapple, Panhoss, Panrabbit, Crepples, Liver Mush, or Spam. Hmm. Spam. Really? Spam, spam's the same spam thing? Spam would be an acceptable uh, No. Spam is scrapple. There's no cornmeal in there. I think we call it Oh, pot. they call it that. Yeah, That's I right. Uh, hands in the air, please. I found a 1909 article from the Montreal Gazette that says scrapple is so off-putting that people who eat it, quote, must pretend to enjoy it. But the article later concedes that it has its health benefits, saying that scrapple-fed children in the country are healthier and make progress in school. <laughs> in the South, we have something called souse meat. You ever heard of souse yeah. meat? Like a pickled yeah. kind mm-hmm. of a scrapple, I would assume. Mm. Or potted meat. Hell, I ate a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Scrapple's amazing. Speaking yeah, of sling it. blade, that's what he always <laughs> wants. Yeah. Is scrapple? It, potted, no. Potted meat. Right, get smart at potted meat. <laughs> <laughs> Three more cans Phil, we potted. have two <laughs> questions left. Give us a scoreboard update. All right, I'll just give you the scores that matter. Uh, and they, like everything stands <laughs> the same way. We have, uh, actually, no, it doesn't. Steve, Seth, and Cal are tied with five points in second place. And Brody has six points. In first place. Mm-hmm. 
Some folks call it a Kaiser blade. I call it a sling blade. <laughs> Question nine. The topic is public lands. Besides the Great Lakes, name one of the three biggest lakes in the lower 48. Okay. Besides the Great Lakes. Does so he, if, uh, if you were to look at the top list, the top five are the Great Lakes. So I'm looking for six, seventh, or eighth. Natural or? Yeah, come on now. Either this one. Is like, the, they're, it could be a reservoir. It could be a natural lake. Mm, Current or historic? Come on. Come yeah. on. <laughs> what? What? I don't like this. Yeah, I don't like this one either. <laughs> it oh, because rolls in, like, it, it rolls in these big impoundments on the Missouri and stuff, man. Just have it be a natural lake. The Great Lakes are natural lakes. Don't be rolling in like some chunk of the Missouri, which runs for like 300 miles, at which point someone determines that the lake has ended and the river resumes. Still a lake. I just don't think we got no natural lakes in the south. They were all, <laughs> It's either a pond or... <laughs> but we got some... You know what? They... Okay, let me. I'm on. Come on, man. So, so is it natural? Are we going with just any? It can be a reservoir or a natural lake. Besides the Great Lakes, during a drought cycle or not during a drought cycle. (laughs) One of the three biggest lakes in the lower forty. Yeah, bullshit question. (laughs) Yep. I don't know how to spell this. You know these other lakes experience droughts as well. Even if is it large by volume or surface area? It is by surface area. It's an acceptable question. Come on. That's an acceptable question. Okay. Lower 48, right? Lower yeah, 48. Yeah, it's like... Well, like Flathead Lake been is a natural lake. That's the biggest natural It's the biggest natural lake west of the Mississippi. We have an angry room right now. It's just a very unspecific I question. Bullshit questions, what I call fresh, it. Fresh one? Does everybody have a bullshit answer? I have one. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying the Great Salt Lake, Cal saying Lake Mead. Say what I scratched out and what I wrote. Steve saying, I can't read what you scratched Flat out. Flat Flat Lake. Lake. Scratch it out. Says Fort Peck. Waddell saying, All right, I just wrote down a bunch. Pick one of them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you. He, I mean, there's a he part has, of me. He has three answers. He has uh, I, well, Okeechobee. I, went, I didn't know if Steve was going to, and first, I don't even know if I'm right in natural or reservoir, but. You know, if I want to lay out my claim here, Kentucky Lake's big. Uh-huh. It is you know, big. all right. Then you got Okeechobee down in Florida, which mm-hmm. we forgot about Florida. Big, big lake. Oh, and then, and then Devil's Lake right. out in North Dakota. So which, it? which one? He's put down a right. number of large lakes. I, I'm, I'm going to go <laughs> maybe with Devil's Lake because I think that's going to flood out all of North Dakota in time, right? Waddell From, says Devil's Lake. Brody says Lake Powell. Corey saying Lake the Ozarks. Phil saying Flathead and Corinne saying the lake in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> but that one doesn't count. Yeah, it's a great lake. You're thinking Lake Michigan. Uh, the uh, correct answers okay. yeah. are the Great Salt Lake, Lake of the Woods, or Lake Oahe. Oh, bullshit. I want to stay last. Well, I wanna, I wanna, <laughs> what'd you have, Brody? I had Lake Powell. Michael, but, in 10 years, your, your answer, the Devil's Lake, there might, might be right. It might be right. <laughs> yeah. Pretty Listen, dang flat. Man. That could eat up the whole state. I am, like, really Now, what, what were they again? We, we had still need to pick the up Great Salt Lake, Lake of the Woods, I have no clue. and Lake Oahe. Those are all natural Those are all lakes. Natural lakes. Lake Oahe is a reservoir. Oh. That's on the Missouri Hawaii. River. Yeah. It goes from North Dakota to South Dakota. Now, the Great Salt Lake is 2,000 square miles. Lake of the Woods is 1,700 square miles, and Lake Oahe is 700 square miles. But even if you put all three together, that's still only half the size of Lake Ontario, which is the smallest of the Great Lakes. Well, how big is Packer? Where does that come in? I don't know. Uh. What's the lake on in International Falls? Is that a is is that a Great Lake there? No. I went ice fishing one time. 
Oh, you did? International. It was the coldest moment of my entire life. It's not a great lake, but it's... <laughs> now, to your Fort credit, Pax, I think Okeechobee the... was maybe like fourth. Was it the in there? It was, it was oh, like a so top close. five. So I, you, I know right Fort Peck was at one time the largest earthen dam in the world. I got gotcha. you. That was the moment I was thinking of. Yeah. We are we... on <laughs> to our last question. Give us another scoreboard update, Phil. Uh, well, I don't think it's changed. So same thing. So well, we, so we so had we had thing. Seth get it right. Oh, he did. Yes. Yeah, the great oh, Seth tied Brody. Oh wow! Come on, Phil. Dramatic twist. I was not paying any attention. <laughs> Seth and Brody are tied for first thing with six points. What'd you say? Oh. Seth? Oh. What was your answer? The Great Salt Lake. Uh, yeah. And then Cal and Steve with five. Oh. The last question. The topic is fishing. This next great question comes to us via Tom McCormick. If you have a question you think is right for Meat Eater Trivia, you can send it to trivia at themeateater.com. What southern state has the most species of fish in America? Southern state. Does this inca- include yeah, saltwater no, no. fish? It does. This, this, this includes. This is crazy. Oh do, do we got to, is, is this, now when we say southern state, is this below the Mason-Dixon line or just? Yes. Okay. Or southern Illinois. Anybody who would yeah. think of a southern state <laughs> would think of this as being one of them. Stu Miller's like, Illinois! <laughs> what southern state has the most species of fish in America? We had a confidence, Seth. And a Brody who has yet to write an answer. I already did. I oh, wrote did an write answer. An answer. Okay. A confident While you were bro- asking the question. I would say a, it's a confident. very confident Brody. I would say it's just the first thing that popped in my head. Okay. Boy, that's real interesting. I feel like it could be a trick question. I have a reason yeah. why I gave my answer, too. <laughs> and this this is a lake or a reservoir? No, it's a state. The what state. southern state has the most species of fish in America? Okay. All right, I'm, I'm changing. I thought, okay. God, man. It's so... Does everybody have an answer? Okay. You could. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth saying Florida, Cal saying Florida, Steve saying Florida, 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 Florida. <laughs> Phil saying Louisiana and That's Corinne saying Louisiana. Corinne and I are. Florida's got all those non native species. Well, and it's got the, got the West, it's got the Pacific and the Gulf. It's got the Atlantic and the Gulf. It's too obvious. The correct answer is Alabama. I wrote down Lake Eufaula, and I don't know why, but it hit me, but I'm thinking, wait a minute, this is bigger than me. I, I was thinking Alabama man, was thinking is home Alabama to too. 450 species of fish, You're which is made me. up of about 350 freshwater and 100 marine species. Biologists estimate that the Cahaba River alone has more species of freshwater fish than the entire state of Florida. Excuse wow. me, the entire state of California. The oh. entire state of California. Are they wow. counting all those crazy non-natives in Florida? I would I'm assume sure so, are. because when they count the Alabama I bet ones, they're getting into all these crazy catfish, uh, like little, little catfish darters. Yeah, and you do. things that live yeah. in caves. So, yeah. mm. do we have a winner? No, you we have a to t- go tie to breaker a tiebreaker between Seth and Brody. Man, oh, damn it, man! Stressful. Not even in the tiebreaker. But Steve and I should up. play in the tiebreaker. For Any ties for dead last? <laughs> Runner yeah. up. No, it would losers be bracket. Yeah. Now we have the tiebreaker question. Oh, the question is I'm numerical. Not even in it, I'm gonna still play. Everybody can play along, but the only answers that matter <laughs> are Brody and Seth. We have a chance for Brody to catch Steve with the most That's wins right. of all time, or Seth to get on the leaderboard. Here's the question. North America's whitetail population hit an all-time low in 1890. What was it? Manly Vanilli. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'll give you some help here. Sorry, what is? Oh, <laughs> Pre-European contact, there were 25 million, and today there are about 25 million. 
1890, when herd sizes crashed, it's estimated that there were 0.13 whitetails per square mile across their range. So I'm looking what their population was at their all-time low in 1890. Is this across North America or just this is across North America? I'm not even playing along. Now, Steve That's said so he was going to play. Not even playing but along. He doesn't even have an answer. Oh. Well, and, I mean, if I really like, had to come up with one, but he's not feeling too confident. Over Here, I, I will give you guys a hint. Doesn't want to embarrass no, 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 no. How many deer? No, 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 no. Is this per square mile or per? No, just the total population. Oh. But the per square mile population was 0.13 whitetails per square mile. So it's closest to the number. No, closest like over to the number. Under all that. We do not do prices and right. 25 million uh, European. 25 contract. million before European contact and 25 million today. Hmm. You said you were going to give us a clue. Well, Steve detested it very quickly. Here, I'll give you the clue. It's between one and a million. Oh, and Brody erased his answer. <laughs> well, why did you just do that? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that was, that, I, I think why that did you just do that? You that, robbed, yeah, you, that you, was you too robbed, much of You a robbed clue. victory from uh, Seth's maw. Really? Not his mom, but his maw, his mouth. Yeah, yeah I wasn't expecting <laughs> such a specific clue there. Mm. Dude. Another contested victory here. Well, here. I don't think it's that specific because there's a million answers. <laughs> Very true. There ain't a million answers when we talk about states. Do you guys have an answer? Let me see what you got, Seth. Does the rest of the room want to play along no, or you guys all give up? No, don't show me. Either. Go ahead and reveal your answers. We have Seth oh saying 488,000 and Brody saying 500,000. Oh. You guys' guesses were within 12,000 of each other. The correct answer is 300,000, making Seth the winner. Good job, Seth. Well earned, The flip-flop flashers on the winner's board. Do you want to make an acceptance speech, Seth? Uh, Thank you, Mike Waddell, for being here today. (laughs) Taking that picture picture with Seth all those years ago. I'm just glad I didn't lose to Steve. That inspired him to get to where he's at today. Now, Seth, who are you going to donate the $100 to? Um, Since... All I can think about uh, coming up is turkey season. I'm go. going NWTF. You like it? I like it. Congratulations, Seth. Seth thank you. I'm just glad it wasn't Brody. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, thank you for playing. Corey, thank you for joining us. More Meat Eater trivia coming at you soon. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Hey, you ever needed something for your home but don't have the cash or credit to pay for it? You can do that at Aaron's. Yep, you can rent to own appliances like washers, dryers, or refrigerators, furniture for your living room or bedroom, even tech. Plus, Aaron's has great brands like HP, Samsung, and Ashley. Life's always changing. Keep it, return it, upgrade it. Aaron's fits your life instead of the other way around. So check out your nearest Aaron's store or visit Aaron's.com to see what I'm talking about. Approval isn't guaranteed and some restrictions apply. You got to see your local store for details. This show is sponsored in part by BetterHelp. It is a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that they need and that meets them where they are 
and helps them get through challenges. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible. It's simple to use. You can connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com.